0: Welcome to this University of Brighton podcast this week in collaboration with Sport Brighton, the university's sporting arm, with tips and advice on how to stay fit, active and healthy during the coronavirus restrictions. I'm Richard Newman and my guest this week is Rob Nitman, Performance Sport and Fitness Officer at Sport Brighton. How's it going, Rob?
1: I'm good, thank you, Rich. How are you?
0: Yeah, not bad, not bad. How are you spending your your time? I mean, you're a Performance Sport and Fitness Officer, so this must be quite an odd time for someone that is pretty active, all the time
1: yes yeah, it's uh it's a strange one um being being cooped up in a one-bedroom flat uh in brighton with with my better half i think she's probably getting sick of me because i'm as if you ask any of my colleagues they'll tell you I'm, I'm a i'm a fidgety person at the best of times let alone when i'm cooped up so um, you know, doing what we can. Luckily, we've got a bit of back garden, so I get out there as best as I can and, and we're near Preston Park. Um, and then just cracking on with work, uh, trying my best to keep it as close to nine to five as possible. Um, and yeah, just trying to fill the time. Thanks,
0: Rob, can you tell us what you'd usually be doing on a day to day basis with Sport Brighton and a bit on your background too?
1: Yeah, for sure. So um, my, my background is largely in strength and conditioning. conditioning. Um, I started my career, quite fortunately, um, as an intern with a professional rugby team. Um, I then I spent a season there I then went abroad for a season in New Zealand and did another year um, before spending three years as a head of s for semi-professional rugby teams um, from there I then moved into the academic realm where I was I, I moved to work at Eastbourne College for two years as their head of s before coming to the University of Brighton uh, just shy of two years ago um, and my role at the university is, is kind of split between two separate sections. Um, so I act as the lead SC on all of our internal and external contracts. So that's stuff like um, coaching our scholarship athletes, um, coaching some teams, developing other SC coaches within the university where I link in with, um, with Rob Harley and, and Flo Pitch in uh, SASM. And then um, also external contracts where we, we work with people like Brian Hovabian Women's um, Academy and we're also a, a TAS accredited site, so we work with some TAS athletes as well. Um, alongside that is also the, the performance sport role, so that's, um, again, working with um, scholarship athletes and gold teams and things like that, looking at how, as a department at Sport Brighton, we can bring up the performance levels of all of our um, teams and athletes within the university.
0: We're gonna crack on with um, some advice on, on what people can do in their own homes, and um, you're gonna give us some tips a bit later on about how people can do that as well um first of all i mean these are pretty strange times how important is it that everyone keeps active while they're mainly confined to their own home
1: i think it's incredibly important you know um plenty is said about obviously the the physical benefits of exercise um you know not only for for your heart and lungs and your brain and and your circulatory system and everything else but i think at the moment one of the biggest bit of uh, biggest benefits of it is, is the mental side. Um, so obviously, at the moment, we're very fortunate. We're still able to get outside, and with the weather the way it's been the last two weeks, uh, that would be my biggest advice to anybody: is just just go for a walk. Um, you know, get out, get into the countryside, as, as, or as best you can, even if you've only got a small garden space like myself. Um, it, it's it's something, and uh, obviously, sunshine has loads of other benefits added to it, as, as well as just being outside and, and potentially being with loved ones if you can't. Um, I think it's just going to play a massive, massive part because we can almost use exercise at this point as a distraction. Um, And I think that will help to get people through almost making it a part of their day regularly, even if it's half an hour. Um, If it's part of your day, it's something you can look forward to and and it distracts away from uh, some of the madness that's going on
0: it's so important to get outside isn't it the mental benefits of staying active are huge just just to get out we, we we can go out for about you know an hour or so you can go out for a walk a run a cycle if you don't do much of that usually this is actually quite a good time to take it up isn't it
1: yeah definitely i mean even myself i'm i'm, I'm not the biggest fan of running and i know coming from somebody working within you know, quote unquote the fitness industry that's that's quite rare um but I'm not exactly built for it, a, and I've just never really enjoyed it. But I'm finding myself doing it purely because, well, the weather's nice, and I don't have a huge amount of other options. Um, and so, you know, it's it's one of those things where I think people will slowly start to feel the benefits of it from the physical part um, and also the mental. You know, they'll start to really buy in, and and hopefully that'll be a, a more long-term, um, you know, recipe for success.
0: And there are some great beginner programs out there for running if you' it's not something that you usually would do, so couch to five k for example from the from the n h s is is a really good this is a good time to to take it up with this weather, as you say is as as, as nice as it is at the moment, having turned from some pretty grotty stuff from now we're getting some good stuff.
1: yeah, it seems to have come about right at the right time, doesn't it? I mean as much as we're in isolation, it's not ideal, but um i I'd, I'd much rather be able to nip out at lunchtime and have a walk around the park currently than you know being being in the office and and going for a walk there um, as, as much as that's lovely it's just a little bit nice to be in the countryside and like you said it's an ideal time to do things like the 5k um, the couch to 5k we've, we've actually got one of my colleagues uh, Georgia Lilly, is actually running a couch to 5k program within the university so if anybody wants to find out more um, if you head to the Sport Prime um, Instagram page um, there's more information on that on there as well
0: yeah great stuff and we'll put a link in the in the podcast description about that as well along with other things that we're talking about throughout this conversation and um, one thing that does seem to be becoming a, a, a thing over the last few days and weeks is um runners maybe not being sensible enough with social distancing so what advice would you say to people who are, who are maybe not doing that because i think dog walkers and runners are maybe becoming uh, each other's worst enemy at the moment
1: yeah i think there's ultimately at the moment with all the with all the social distancing rules it, <laughs> a little bit messy um, and it almost feels like some people uh, because they've been called guidelines and they're not necessarily been been enforced in the strictest of ways i think a lot of people are starting to play flex with them a little bit too much Um, and ultimately i think the longer that people um, play around with those kinds of things the longer of an impact is going to have on the rest of us Um, so you know hopefully by actually abiding by the guidelines that have been set out then we can we can get through this that little bit quicker that little bit sharper and come out of it on the other side um so i think if you are going uh, you know exercising uh, whether that be jogging cycling whatever it might be um i think unless you're going with your your household where obviously you can be within touching distance um, because you're in and around each other but it's just being mindful of those other people around you so my wife and i when we go walking it it almost feels sort of rude and especially if, as as a brit you know we're 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 quite we try not to be rude in as as many ways as we can. And and it feels bad when you have to swerve to avoid people. But unfortunately at the moment, that's the world we live in. So you just have to make sure you're giving that two metre berth and just be mindful of others, you know, check your shoulder whilst you're running or cycling, just to make sure you're not going to be knocking anybody over because there's there's families out and around. And the last thing you want to do is be responsible for for something passing to more people.
0: And of course, being outside and, and running and cycling may not suit everyone. As you say, and um, you weren't the, the biggest runner yourself, you, you people that go to the gym are really missing the gym because you know, they, they haven't got the equipment. Some people are panic buying a little bit and buying a, like a bit of a home gym stuff, but what can yeah. people be doing at, at, at home in terms of, um sort of body weight exercises and stuff like that?
1: Yeah. So, I think body weight is, is the first and, you know, probably the easiest one to land on. Um, you know, you've got thousands and thousands of different exercises that you can do, which incorporate your body weight only. Um, you know, you think about a simple body weight squat, a lunge, um, you know, a lateral lunge, a push-up, all those kinds of things that, 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 that people consider them the basics. Um, but you know, that doesn't mean that they don't work. And it doesn't mean they're not going to be beneficial in the long term. Um, and then outside of that, it's starting to think outside the box. It's starting to make use of little things that you might have around the house. So for me, um, a water bottle, you know, this holds a litre. That's near enough a kilo. It may not be a huge amount of weight, but it's, it's something that's better than nothing. Uh, you can hold one of those in each hand. You can do some different exercises. Um, another alternative, uh, I grabbed an old backpack out of underneath my bed and I fill that with old water bottles or cans or shoes or books, whatever I can find, and I chuck that on my back either when I go for a walk or to add a bit of resistance to a squat, to a lunge, to a push up, all those kinds of things. And, and it's it's trying to think, you know, laterally. Uh, if you want something heavy, then a backpack, an old an old sports bag, or a um, you know your wheelie suitcase you might take to the airport. Um, you know, pick that up, and and throw that around and, and you've all of a sudden got a little bit more resistance to be moving with
0: for people that maybe aren't that used to even going to the gym and they may be starting to take up some exercise classes maybe if they're online um at home during this time um what sort of advice would you give to them have you got anything that you can sort of demonstrate about what uh what people could be doing
1: yeah of course well, well first off in terms of options at sport Brighton we've got quite a few already that we've that we've um, put out there to the masses. So uh, every Monday, we're releasing something we call Move Monday, which is just a quick little snippet that we're sending out on Instagram and, and um, YouTube, which people can follow along with. On a Wednesday, we're doing a Wellbeing Wednesday, which currently has been led by Georgia Lilly, our Wellbeing Officer, um, but that's also going to branch out wider in our department. Now, we've also got something that we call uh, UOB Fit, um, which I'm sure we'll get into shortly, so we won't talk too much on it now. Um, but that's basically an online program which is free. Uh, anybody can sign up and it's all on an app on your phone Um, the final one we've actually now got live online classes which we're delivering through the website uh, sport.bryant.acduk and you can find and follow online classes on there we've got yoga we've got hit those kinds of things Um, but in terms of in in the house if people want just simple movements to be able to do with with pieces of kit uh, we can do a couple of quick demonstrations if if that's something you want to do
0: let's go for it yeah let's have a look yeah
1: okay cool so i'll just change the angle slightly as uh, so as you can see from here i've not exactly got the most amount of space myself uh, this is my living room um, which is mostly taken up by by sofas and seats so um, you know this is what people are making can deal with at the moment and I'm no different um, so you see i've got my backpack loaded already over here so you take your old trusty backpack and you can use it for all sorts of different exercises. So a couple that I've been doing personally is to grab both handles and I'm going to lean forward at the hips, keeping hold of both handles and just pull towards my chest. So that's exactly the same movement as a bent-over row in the gym where you have a barbell leaning forward and pulling towards your belly button, but you're just going to use a backpack instead. Uh, similarly, for a bodyweight squat, to make it a little bit trickier, just chuck the backpack on. Strap it up nice and tight, and then you can do your body weight squats, making sure your knees are still tracking over your toes. And for an upper body push movement, uh, the last one we'll probably look into is going to be holding the the handle of your bag, putting it in on the back side of your arm, and then just pressing it above your head, lower back down. So you can cover all parts of the body, really, just with a simple little backpack.
0: That's pretty good advice, and I I guess... um, what can complement that as you were saying just now was the is, is uob fit so it'd be good, probably a good time to to go through that and tell us what what that's all about
1: yeah for sure so the uob fit is just something that we wanted to produce to give people another option um obviously for the large amount of people going to the gym uh, you you either just gonna go in and do the same thing that you do every day or every three times a week or whatever it might be so all of a sudden you're thrown out of your comfort zone you don't know where to turn so we created this program which just gives people an option it gives them a the direction it gives them something which they can look into and follow um, it's on an app called Train Heroic which is an American app I've been using it for years personally um, and we just decided to open it up to to members of the staff as well um, and UOB Fit was designed for the beginner to intermediate level of, of um, participant in sports so the the lowest level of thing that we're doing is, is a daily walk where we're just setting, you know, 30 minutes a day, just go for a walk, get out and about. If you want to make it harder, walk faster or grab a, a loaded backpack. And then other sessions, we'll do things like little circuits of squats and lunges and push-ups or, or core movements and things like that. Um, the real benefit of it is that, A, it's free and it's on your phone, so you don't need anything else other than your smartphone to be able to access it. Um, And the other best thing about it is that there's a video demonstration of every movement that's on there So even if you don't have a huge amount of gym experience that doesn't matter whatsoever because you can Click the video and it will show you exactly how to perform the exercise there and then so it's almost a PT in your pocket It's just just makes life easy
0: It's good for people to have that kind of plan and that structure especially at a time when All that's kind of gone out the window. We're having to sort of create one for ourselves
1: yeah it just it it gives that little bit of stability that little bit of structure um and and like we said sort of at the start of this you know it it drags away from the madness if you've got something which you know right half an hour of this on uob fit every day of the week i can do it at eight o'clock in the morning if i want to i can do it at lunchtime i can do it at 5 p.m whenever suits you but you make that part of your regular day and all of a sudden you've got some structure back and things start to feel more normal
0: yeah, and we'll put links, as I said, in the in the podcast description. Um, I've seen people say that really, um, in some ways, we should all be coming out of this. A lot of us should be coming out of this in actually better shape than before the virus. Really, and we you know we have a bit more time at home. I guess it's actually a possibility for a lot of people.
1: Yeah, I think there's going to be kind of a two sided coin on that one where a more people are feeling willing to go out and about and exercise because they've got more time, and that might not necessarily be for those people who are working from home, like myself, still working my 37 hours a week, but I'm not traveling to and from, and albeit for me, that's not a long journey. Um, so My wife, as an example, she normally drives 45 minutes to and from, maybe an hour to and from. So that's an hour and a half to two hours of her day she's getting back, which she can now devote to exercise if she wanted to. And and not only that, the secondary part of that is being at home, we potentially have uh, an increased ability to be able to cook our own food. Uh, For a lot of people, the nutritional side of it is a downfall. And so, you know, picking up a packed lunch or picking up a Tesco meal deal or, or going to, you know, a canteen and getting fish and chip Friday. Um, that might now, being at home, give you more of an option to be able to cook healthy choices uh, and, you know, to have whatever it is that you want pretty much as and when you want it. And for some people, that might be a downfall because you've got the option to snack. Um, But other people, you know, it gives you the option to have fresh fruit and vegetables, you know, five plus times a day, which is going to be a massive benefit this time.
0: That's a good point, actually. So I guess with this extra time, you actually have time not to... To, to to think about more about your 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 well-being and and a lot of that is about your your general fitness but about your nutrition as well so you do have more time maybe to experiment with um with food eat healthier and stay and stay fit
1: yeah definitely and that's you know that's one of the things that so many people have been talking about and you know on, on social media and that kind of stuff is it's using this time to upskill in different areas and why not make that in the kitchen um you know albeit a couple of weeks ago we had the dramas with the supermarkets uh, that seems to have calmed itself back down now you might have to queue a little bit longer but it seems like they're pretty much fully stocked so you know why not follow one of these online cooking classes that you can do uh, or why not buy a new recipe book off Amazon and then just try and do one new meal a week all of a sudden you know by the time this is over you could have a whole host of new um, options in your in your menu and that's only going to be good for you long term I think
0: Well, it's, it's all great advice, and um, we, we, we finish each podcast with um, some, some questions away from your work um, just to get to know you a little bit better, I guess. So, the first one is What advice would you give to your younger self?
1: Um, biggest one for me, I think it's, it's probably one that's been said all the time is just you know, try to enjoy yourself along the way. I don't think I didn't do that, but I, I think. Too many people put too much pressure on the small things and then they forget to actually just have a good time and soak it all in.
0: Good advice. Um, If you could pick any subject to study at the University of Brighton, what do you think it would be?
1: Um, I think if I was going to redo an undergraduate, I would be looking at the strength and conditioning courses due to the line of work that I'm in. Um, But currently I am actually looking at joining a a postgraduate course next year and that's uh, the MA in Leadership and Management which is something I feel would add a, a good few strings to my bow.
0: Cool. Um, can you pick a favourite place in Sussex?
1: Um, for me, it's probably going to be Burling Gap. Um, just a lovely place to go for a walk on a day like today. Uh, you know, go on the weekend. You get out there nice and early in the day, you get to see a lovely sunrise or in the evening, and a lovely sunset over the coast. Uh, it's just a really nice spot.
0: And then um, looking forward or even going back to the times when we could do whatever we wanted to do um, in your spare time, if you could give visitors to, to Brighton in the area a tip of what to do uh, or experience, what would it be?
1: Um, potentially a bit of a strange one, but I think, I think it's going to be a little bit less touristy and not necessarily a certain attraction. Um, but one of my favourite spots and one of, the, one of my favourite things to do is just to go to the North Lanes in Brighton and just, sit in one of the little coffee shops and just watch the world go by. Because I think we live in, in a in a place where there's such a, a wide range of people and you've got, you know, the eclectic mixes from every end of society. And I think sometimes it's best just to sit there and just, you know, enjoy everything that Brian has to offer.
0: Uh, tell us something interesting about you which most people may not know.
1: Um I had to rack my brains on this one, uh, because I think a lot of people know a lot of my weird little quirks. Um but one which I don't think I've mentioned before to many people is when I was about 12 or 13 years old, I had the opportunity to um, take part in a a rugby training session with uh, the great one, uh, Jonah Lomu. So that was quite an experience.
0: Wow, that's really impressive. Um, If you could pick, yeah, I mean, amazing. Um, And final one is if you could pick three people to host for a dinner party, who would they be and why?
1: Um, Are we allowed dead or alive?
0: You absolutely are, yeah.
1: Absolutely, fantastic. Um, So that makes it easier. So my my three are going to be uh, David Attenborough because, you know, the the man's a wealth of knowledge and he's a a national saint. So it'd be good just to hear some of his stories. Um, Following on in a similar vein, but from the other side of the pond, would be Muhammad Ali. I think, you know, one of the greatest sporting icons the world has ever known. And also a man who could probably tell you many tales. Um, And then the third one, A long, long time ago. But again, somebody who could tell you some interesting stories would be Marcus Aurelius.
0: Rob, thanks so much for joining us. That's it for this week's podcast. But if you enjoyed it, you can subscribe and listen to past episodes as well. We're on most podcast apps like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and tune in, just search University of Brighton. For now, thanks for listening.